Hey guys, what is up? And welcome back to the show. Now in today's episode, I'm joined by Evan and we go over the entire week one slate of college football week one. And then after we talk about week one of college football, we predict every single week one NFL game for this upcoming week and Thursday night. I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, it was a good one, and enjoy. <laughs> Before we get this episode going, I would like to give a quick shout-out to SeatGeek. They take the confusion out of buying tickets. They use a deal score from 0 to 10, 0 meaning terrible deal, and 10 meaning amazing deal, so you have the satisfaction and peace of mind to know you aren't overpaying for your seats. Plus, if you use my code, all eyes on sports, all caps and no spaces, you will receive $20 off your order. Thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring today's episode. All right, what's up, Phil? <laughs> Just start the pod. I did already. No way you said, what's up, Phil? Just start I, the yeah, pod. Yes, I did. What's up? Uh, How's it going? Going good. Stop recording. No, no, we're not. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's what's, uh, that's what's uh, good to hear. Um, anyways, so to start with, uh, give me everything you've got about William & Mary from this past weekend. (laughs) 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 Just not. Number one, we didn't plan the weekend. And, um. Thursday. Yeah, so William & Mary played pretty well. It was a little bit of a shaky start. Defense looked pretty trash in the first half, but. Uh, both sides of the ball bounced back, ended up getting a nice little cheeky 10-point win to start off the season. Did it and cover the spread? And maintained our number four ranking. You know, I am 1-0 and oh in terms of the spread. I You you texted me, and you're like, minus 15 and a half. How does that sound? I was like, I wouldn't take that. It's going to be a 13 to 15-point game. It wasn't a 13 to 15-point game, yeah. but well, I did not take the spread. Until, until Campbell scored the most garbage of garbage times touchdowns. Yeah, well... Even either way, it's still uh, doesn't matter how garbage time it is, still for the betters. Um, anyways, I mean, on the other side for me for UVA, I mean, forty nine to thirteen, I mean, is like a little bit worse than I expected, but like still like not unexpected at the same time. I mean, I felt like defensively, I know we gave up forty nine points, but defensively, I saw a lot. I mean, I just knew coming in, we're we're not. I just knew we weren't we weren't going to be able to compete with a team like Tennessee. But based off the things I saw, I know we're not going to have to compete with a team of the caliber of Tennessee the entire season. Nobody else we play is near the caliber of Tennessee. The next best team we play is going to be UNC. Um, and so I, I think that there's some things defensively that I saw that were really, really good. And there were a couple of things offensively that I saw really, really good. The, de- the offensive line is still really, really, really off to me. Um, but... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You <laughs> look at that, you know, that devious grin. But I'm not sure uh, in terms of like Tennessee. Like I said, we're not going to play a team like that. So I think that that's still the number one area of concern for me is the offensive line. But if the offensive line is decent, then I think that this team can win a few games. Because I, I mean, just what I saw, and especially like for example, Boston College, they, them losing to Northern Illinois. There's no reason why if Tony Musket 
can get the time. I think he looked really solid when he got the opportunity and when Des Kitchings was allowing him to do whatever he wanted instead of just making him do little dump-off passes. I think that that was really good for him. Uh, and so, obviously, he had that shoulder injury, but I think that them waiting to get back to Charlottesville to check him out more and do x-rays makes me believe that he overall is fine for the most part. I feel like that if it were a really severe injury, they would have done something with him right after the game in Nashville. Um, but them waiting till they come home is really, really good. But I, I liked what I saw. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, first FBS start, 70,000 people versus what he was playing in front of, like, five to 10,000 people. Obviously, a lot different, something to get used to. But I liked what I saw. I mean, obviously, it wasn't a lot. But again, no one is going to be as good as Tennessee that we play. So I think that there's some of the things that I saw is going to allow us to beat teams like JMU, like William & Mary, like Boston College. Um, and, but I mean, which like, like you, like you, like you, I mean, but, but you know what I mean? There's not going to be a team that we play like Tennessee. So I think there were some positive things that I saw and we were in the game until like just after halftime when it was 21 to, or 28 to three. That was when we were officially out of the game and have no chance at all. Um, just, um, and I mean, but like the things, things that I saw, I mean, the, the, we were able to keep up in the secondary for the most part, which is something that I didn't expect, especially after losing Anthony Johnson, Fitchell Cypress. But overall, I'm not mad at the performance. And I think that, like I said, no one's going to be as good as Tennessee that we play. So, I mean, I can expect more than three and a half wins this year. Um, like Tech, JMU, Boston College, maybe Georgia Tech. Duke might be a 50-50 game just because at UVA. That There's just a lot of teams that have potential if our offense can show signs of improvement, especially on the offensive line. Are you muted right now? No, I'm not muted. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that, that's what I have to say for them. Um, and, hmm, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but, but we scored more points against Tennessee yesterday or on Saturday than we did against Miami last season. So just saying – that's pretty good. Um, next, we we gonna we gonna go we gonna go to Colorado. We're gonna go to TCU, Texas Christian University, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I think it is. We're gonna go down there and uh, we're gonna shoot ourselves because that is something that we did not expect to happen. Well, I as like when that tra- when that whole thing situation happened um, over the summer ish. Um, I I wanted to believe in Colorado, but like I just I just couldn't because I didn't want to like oh just because it's Coach Prime that means they're gonna win the national championship, which they still oh won. yeah but, no yeah but like not, but yeah. like the more I thought about it, the more I was like okay like I I had progressions over the summer like I was like okay this team's going three and eight, and then as, like the closer we got to kickoff, I was like okay, this team could go like six and six, depending on how well Shadira Sanders plays. And then they just went into TCU and shocked the world and ended up um, putting up 45 points. And I think Shadira Sanders had like 500-something passing yards yep. and a bunch of touchdowns. Uh, and Travis Hunter was wild. He, he yeah. I think he had touchdown reception and an interception. Yeah, he's supposed like to be over. at Florida State right now. Yeah, he... Because remember he, he committed from there. No, well, yeah, like, no. On signing day, Jackson flipped State. to Jackson State, and then now he right. followed Dion. But like the eighty-five person roster make makeover was crazy. I mean, I think 
I still believe that this is an upset. I think they'll go better than three and nine, which is what I said that they would go. But I still would would classify this as an upset, like a big upset, because I mean, I don't, I just I still don't see them um, necessarily making a bowl game. I see them maybe winning four or five games. It's just, it's just still, there's no, they're not going to win more than six games this year. And what did you have for them in their like for next week against Nebraska? Did you have them beating Nebraska in your prediction videos? No, I did not. Yeah, I, I had them beating. I think, I think they're gonna beat Nebraska now. I had them they, beating Nebraska. Colo- so bad. Yeah, I know. I have them beating Colorado State uh, and like two other teams. I think it's like two bum teams. Like that Washington State. No. Um. Do they play no, Stanford no. or Cal? You're, ma- you're making me check now. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, where this is going. I mean, no. I, but yeah, I re- I only had them winning three games. So. Uh, Let's see. Uh, yeah, now this is a long pause. Okay, thirty-two thousand views, by the way. Um, uh, Nebraska was a loss. Uh, Colorado State was one of their wins. Um, Oregon was a loss. Um, USC was a loss. They're not beating either Oregon or USC. I had them uh, beating Stanford, losing to UCLA as well. Losing Oregon State, they got all the hard Pac-12 teams this year, and they beat Arizona. So Colorado State, Arizona, and uh, Stanford, they have all. They got to play USC, Oregon State, Oregon, UCLA. I don't see them keeping this up, like all those games. Yeah, I think, but I, I don't know, man. Uh, I thought it was pretty tough to go on the road and, and be able to pull off an upset like that. So that that gives me, you know. That that gives me a little bit a little bit of hope, but like I as I realize, uh, I like to draw conclusions on a lot of teams after week one, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, after I see FSU, oh, these guys are gonna win the national championship. Oh my god, they're insane! No, they're not. Florida State's like, still not making the playoff. They could, they could still go and lose to Clemson. Like, yeah, if they lose if they lose to Clemson, I don't see them making the playoff. Yeah, exactly, because I think. I mean, ACC, their schedule in the ACC is so much easier than the other potential contenders. I think there's more of a chance, even after LSU losing that game. I agree. I think there's more of a chance if LSU goes out and beat beats Alabama and yeah, goes eleven and one. There's more of a chance that they have they should get in because just because I they, Florida State doesn't have an Alabama on their schedule. Their only next closest game is Clemson. If they lose to Clemson and they both eleven and one, I think Alabama is the more quality win than Florida State beating LSU. And so that that's what would put them in there for me. Yeah, and I I agree too because at the beginning of the season, like like preseason predictions, I thought LSU, like I I would predict as my like big upset that LSU would beat Bama <laughs> because I don't like. What's so funny? <laughs> no, 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 just continue. Um, I I don't I don't like Jaden Milrow. I I just I I don't like what's gonna happen there. Um. They he was insane. Sh- I know they played Middle Tennessee, but he, he was really good. That he struggled in the first half a lot, similar to Georgia. Similar what happened with Georgia. Georgia was like seven zero with a. I don't even remember who they were playing for like the UT entire Martin. first half. You know, if if we could have if UVA could have Georgia scheduled, they'd win more games. Maybe. No, no, I'm being Y'all serious. Beat UT Martin. No, yeah, we we're, we're gonna beat UT Martin. Like, it, it, look look at it. So, um, UT Martin is would be a win for UVA. Ball State would be a win for UVA. Uh, we wouldn't beat South Carolina, but those first two games, UAB would be a win. Um, UAB UAB is pretty good. 
I mean, but you would probably favor UVA in that game. I mean, there's a chance we beat Vanderbilt. Um, a decent, like a decent chance we beat Vanderbilt. Um, but I mean, otherwise we're not winning. We're not winning the other SEC teams. We'd get destroyed. But Georgia Tech is also a potential win. I mean, but there's three guaranteed wins, which uh, there's three or four guaranteed wins. It's at least the same caliber as UVA, which is crazy considering one team's in the SEC. It's just like it's just like Michigan's schedule. Michigan, they did not, they do not have a tough go at it in in their schedule, other than the couple of the games in the Big Ten, and they they don't need Jim Harbaugh for these first three weeks. Oh, not at all. Schedule's so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, but I think would what side of the big of the SEC is LSU on? Like, who are they? LSU yeah, they're stand. With, they're with Bama. They are with. They're not with Tennessee. Um, let me think. They're okay, with, no, no, no. They're with Bama. They, the, the only, the only Bama, team Auburn. that could, it's it's Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Mississippi State, Mississippi or Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and them. So if even if they beat Alabama, they're in the they're they're in the SEC championship. And uh, you know, I like I I I mean, I don't want to go as far as to say I think they would win the SEC, but. I don't I don't hate their odds against Georgia potentially in the SEC championship. No, not at all. I yeah. I mean, they they're probably not gonna win, but I wouldn't mm. say like twenty two point favorites yeah. for Georgia or anything like that. No, yeah. If they beat Alabama and they make a good if they make a good impression in the SEC championship game, I don't see them um making the playoff with two losses, but if they make the SEC championship and FSU loses to Clemson uh, in in the regular season, neither of them deserve to make the playoff, because right. you can't tell me you're going to put in a Florida State team that lost to Clem that split with Clemson over a team that yes you beat, but they that team also beat Alabama and made the SEC championship, which is over other solid teams like you look at Ole Miss and you look at Texas A&M. Those are two currently ranked teams. I I don't know how long Texas A&M is going to last. They usually don't, but um, you look at that. I mean, and I—I I mean, those are two ranked teams at the moment, and so I mean, I obviously just SEC is significantly better than the ACC, and so I mean that—that's what you look at, and uh, someone someone's getting paid off if Florida State would make it over them in that situation. But something I will admit about that game is I was obviously really off or really hated Florida State coming into this season. I'll give them more respect. Remember, I didn't put LSU in the playoff, so. I, it still doesn't make them a playoff caliber team to me. It makes them a top 10 team, but it does not make them a playoff caliber team. I think that there's a very high probability I am watching them in the Orange Bowl in, when I'm there in December. Uh, I So I, I think that there's a very high chance of a New Year's Six, obviously. I think that they could be the highest ranked ACC team, but I don't think that they deserve a playoff bid just based off of that LSU game, even if they go... They're the only way for me that they're a playoff team is if they beat Clemson twice, go thirteen and zero, and win the ACC championship. Mm, I agree with that. Yes, um, you know, because you know, that's what yeah, you know, that's what Clemson had to do in their years of domination, or like their years, like not a domination, but like in the conversation of um, national championships. Like they obviously won, I believe, two, but yeah, um, yeah, but that that's they, the they they had to win their entire regular season schedule. Yeah, and that's the other get, thing too. To get into the playoffs. Exactly. Which that's the other thing. I know we've talked about it before, but the whole thing about Florida State saying give us more money or we'll leave is just so stupid to me. I'll say it again because 
first of all, you signed the TV deal that locks you into the ACC till 2036. That's on you in the first place. Secondly, mm-hmm. your basketball team sucks right now at the moment. It's historically been good. Leonard Hamilton's really good. But last year was terrible. You look at the two sports, Florida, or basketball and football are the two money makers and the two biggest sports in college athletics. Um, and so you look at those two things. They were really good last year. And, and, but this is like the first year where they're having all this hype around them. I don't see how one hype preseason hype, you're like, give us more money. And like I said, look at, like you said, look at Clemson. They won two national championships and they have not complained about wanting more money. They've won two national championships in the same conference, playing the exact same teams that Florida State's had to play. And see, the, to add on to that, like the pre, it's, it's all about preseason hype. Like they're, they're like, okay, we, we know we're going to be good. No, nobody, nobody knows that you're going to no be one good. Knows. You don't know that you're going to be good. Clemson has proven they've been good multiple times. And yeah. They're not, they're not begging for more money. And Florida State is, has one preseason hype, top 10 team in preseason. That's so amazing. Like everyone's done that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like within reason, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah. No, no like yeah. You, but like, you can't, you can't be wanting out after one preseason hype. Like you haven't even proved it on the field yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you look at the Colorado win, which right now, I'm not saying it's not going to look good or TCU's going to be terrible, but right now, it looks like a really good win against the number seven T team. But as mentioned by other people, it's the preseason rankings. This is what you think everyone's going to be. This is not what you know everyone's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. for all we know, we're going to finish the season. TCU's going to win five games and miss a bowl game, for all we know, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen with them. So, and, and for all we know, that, that was a fluke game. Colorado's going to go 1-11. We, d- we just don't know. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we just don't know at this point. Right. Like, like, and like you look at, I remember the 2019 year, I look back on UVA was projected to get 7.5 wins. They finished with 9, and they, they very easily could have gotten 10. Like, w- they very easily could have gotten a 10-win season and gone. They already went 1.5 games over their expected. And or and they could have very well gone two and a half over expected and gotten a ten win season. You just you just don't know until until you actually see these teams play games. Like really, it's not right. until like week six or the or six or until the college football playoff rankings come out that it really starts to get accurate. Like you look at that that same year UVA, they were like number thirty seven or thirty eight or thirty nine to start the season. They finished number twenty four, made an Orange Bowl, got as high as eighteen. You just don't know. You just don't know until you actually play games and. Something else to clear up too is I think we we can agree. I, I who knows how much coaching Deion Sanders is actually doing. I think he's just uh, the the magnet for players. I think it's the coordinators are really doing all the all the dirty work in in the in terms of game day. I agree, and like I I still think he he is a good coach, but he yeah he's more he seems more of like a defensive coordinator guy to me. Like yeah, in terms of his actual knowledge and like teaching levels as a coach because obviously he was uh, a top tier corner in the NFL um, yeah. for a very long time. So I, I agree. I don't know how much he is excelling at the job of being the head of everything, teaching everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, I think the coordinators are definitely pulling a lot of the slack and you know, they have to be good if he's on, if they're on Deion Sanders staff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's he's just a magnet, which like, which like, I know a lot of people are, are contra. There's a lot of controversy with him. Like, he's like, he's Deion Sanders, so there's obviously always going to be. He's always a topic of conversation. But if he were to come to UVA, UVA in like two seconds is going to be a really good football program. So, mm-hmm. like, like you look at Colorado, they went one and eleven last year. They're a worse program 
over the past three or four years than UVA was, than UVA has been. Or like last year's UVA would have definitely beaten last year's Colorado. Um, and right. but like if but then Deion Sanders comes in, eighty new players, uh, like a bunch of recruiting, a bunch of transfers, like all that type of stuff. Wherever he goes, people are gonna follow him to those places. But which is I think is number one is he is especially in college if you don't have you you talent comes first I think obviously there's some exceptions like some just extremely good coaches but if you don't have good players on the football field no matter how much you do that you're not going to be good and so I think that he he's he's gotten to the point where he's brought in a bunch of good players that they're going to be not necessarily not this year but like in the future like recruiting class and all that type of stuff they're going to be good hmm. yeah. You want to talk uh, North Carolina, South Carolina? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, this game surprised me, in my opinion. Um, I kind of felt like I thought it was going to be the other direction, and I also thought, I mean, obviously, again, it's only one game. I'm judging them off of one game. But I put this UNC team as overrated purely because defense. Their de- you, you would agree with this. Their defense was terrible last year. It was not good at all. And through my research, they lost 15 defensive players to the portal. So if you're losing 15 defensive players and you already weren't that good, you already weren't good. Like, they were terrible. They were really, really bad. They gave up 31 points a game last year. That what, if is, Mac, what if Mac Brown just replaced them with better people? Yeah, well, I mean, he could have. But I just don't see how 15 players are replaceable within one season off yeah. of a terrible defense anyways, you know? Um, and... And, I mean, they gave up 28 points to UVA. They gave up 31 points per game last year. They were out of the top 100 in almost every single defensive category last year. And so I think <laughs> – all right, we're running out of time. Who cares? Anyways, I, I think that – I that's just what I thought preseason is that there's they're not going to be able to replace that defense. I don't think Drake May is going to be able to carry this team enough. And Drake May didn't even play that great. But they won, I, I think. But I think the number one problem was is on the other side is South Carolina. Spencer Rattler was being a one-man show. He wasn't really receiving a ton of help. He was sacked nine times, which is awful. For Again, I mean, they could turn out to be good. But right now, I don't have a lot of confidence in this UNC defense. And getting sacked nine times, I really don't care who you're playing. I don't think Tony Musket was sacked nine times against Tennessee. Um, so I don't really care who you're playing. You should not... Nine sacks is in a big area of concern for me, and uh, I think, I just think that overall they South Carolina was outmatched in that game, and I, and so which so it'd be interesting to see how good this Carolina team really is. But I, I'm still not high on them. But they they gave they gave me a, a reason. They gave me a prove me wrong, uh, game which could change my opinion for them later. Yeah, and it um maybe a little bit happy for uh the South Carolina fans to get a little bit humbled after uh, beating Tennessee and then not uh, shutting up about that the whole off season. Like I saw a lot of, a lot of people in your, in your comment sections, when people got into debates about the sec, it was all, Oh, didn't, didn't they <laughs> drop like 45 points on Tennessee? Or no, 63. it was like, Oh yeah. 63. It, was, it was okay. I'm thinking of a different game, but yeah, like, I mean, good job, but that's the last season. Um, well, yeah, going to Neyland is going to be a lot harder as well. Not going to lie, I didn't watch the whole game. Um, I don't know what I was doing that night, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was doing something else. Um, yeah, I, 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 was honestly, I was honestly a little bit surprised. I, me and my dad both agreed that um, 
we thought South Carolina should have been favored going into that game. Like, this was like while game day was going on. I was surprised that North Carolina was favored, but they ended up doing it, pulling it out after uh, um, after a good performance. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Um, oh. So did y'all just go ground and pound? What? Did y'all just go ground and pound? Yeah, no, what I didn't like about that was is Desk Kitchens, because it was first FBS start in front of 70,000 people against the 12th ranked team in, in the country, obviously a lot different. Like, I think that he was coming out with him on, like, making him play. Like, he was making him play soft. Like, um, he, he, I think he didn't let him take shots, but, like, his accuracy was really, really good. One area of concern for me is, again, playing against a Tennessee defensive line not anything we're gonna see the rest of this year um but i the offensive line is still a massive problem for me our center missed like five snaps like it it was really i'm not saying i can block but i know i'm not gonna miss snaps like that um and and so that that was like there was a couple of times where he got sacked because he had to chase after the ball um but yeah anyways i mean what are i honestly it was Good first weekend of college football. I remember uh, Penn State, they were considering losing, but then they decided to. uh... (laughs) All right, so one more thing that I wanted to talk about, too, is the fact, or it's not really a fact, or well, it's our opinion, um, our disappointing game of the week. And for me, that game was Boise State and uh, Washington. Now, by no means is the result itself disappointing. It's just this game was the number one pick in terms of an upset this week and it was 56 to 19. Obviously I thought I think that this Washington team is really good. I think that this team is going to be in the Pac-12 championship. But I th- this was a game. I mean I never expected Boise State to win, but I expected them to give uh Washington more trouble than 56 to 19 and that's something that they were unable to do. And so obviously Michael Penix is really good. As RG3 once said, he was dropping bombs over Baghdad. Um, And so I I thought he was really impressive, and that's what you're going to get out of someone who I think could be a Heisman candidate. But again, at the end of the day, 56 to 19 is nothing of what I expected. And so that was disappointing for me. I expected a good game. Obviously, Washington to win, but a potential upset alert. And so that was not what happened. Yeah, uh, for me, mine was uh, Utah and Florida. Huh? No opinion on mine. Uh, no. I would have picked. I would have picked Washington in that game to win by a decent amount. So, okay. but yeah, it was disappointing. I guess I didn't watch it though. Um, but my uh, my disappointing game was Florida and Utah. Um, obviously, I'm not. I'm not. Um surprised by the result i think utah is the much better team they probably should have won by at least two scores like they did um but i expected a lot more offense out of that game even even with cam rising um being out for utah uh you know in the in the first quarter we actually saw what could um be signs of a shootout with uh utah scoring pretty much uh immediately but just um not not really any uh fireworks you could say well i mean Um, did you really i mean the thing yeah the thing for me with that was 
I wasn't sure is without Cam Rising, like you said, and we, I mean, I knew that too, but no Cam Rising. Who knows how this, in a tight Pac-12 this year, uh, there's like obviously USC, Oregon State, Utah, uh, Washington. I probably missed one, but you, you get the point. There's like a group of five USC. teams. Yeah, USC. So USC, Oregon, Utah, Oregon State, and Oregon. Those are the teams that are really having an opportunity to compete in Washington, having an opportunity to compete for this Pac-12. And obviously, I expected Utah to win, but if Utah lost this game, that could have been a hit a little bit for for the race. Obviously, I guess it's Pac-12 games, but, but I mean, I guess we come down to head-to-head, which is very, very possible of happening in, in this. Uh, we, who knows what we could have expected. No cam rising. Could this lead to a loss? Because obviously, Florida's not very good, but... It's still an SEC team, a decent SEC team, and so they could have given them trouble without uh, Cam Rising, but uh, took care of business as expected. And so, but yeah, I agree. I thought it was going to be a lot higher scoring. I think the game could have been more interesting on a Utah side if Cam Rising was playing. But yeah, 11 points for Florida. That's not a fun game to watch. And so, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. You have to do. I have no idea. Oh, well, I should have talked to my mom about the schedule for this week. But you know what I just figured out? You know what she just told me? What? So you know I'm going to the Baylor game, uh, Cincinnati Baylor game. Yeah. So when I'm there, according to her, she just told me that my sister has 15 free meals that she can use on guests. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I can get fat in the in the dining hall at Cincinnati. <laughs> it's, 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 oh uh, my gosh, that's pretty clutch. It is very clutch, <laughs> indeed. All right, start the Anyways, that is pretty clutch. Uh, I, actually, I, I'm going to have to ask you now how good the food is. Oh, yeah. Although, you knowing me, it doesn't matter how good it is, I'll eat it anyways. <laughs> All eyes on sports podcast. <laughs> Play it again. Play it to restart it. Welcome to the All Eyes on Sports <laughs> podcast. Weekly. <laughs> yeah, no, I pulled Upload. this out. Weekly. I, 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 I pulled that out in Garage Band like a month ago. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, done with the banter. Anyways, um,. As as uh, our first full weekend of college football is in the books, we are actually well not necessarily. We still got Duke and Clemson. Obviously, I was well, going to say not on the weekend. No, it's not as true. But who do you think is going to win that game? I think it's pretty obvious. Um, um, Clemson will win the game. I think Duke's actually going to be pretty good this year. So I think they have the potential to keep it close for the majority of the game. But um, seventeen. Clemson's going to win either way. Thirty-eight to twenty-two. No, that's about accurate. Okay, yeah. Anyways, um, we how good do you think Kate Klubnik's gonna be? Um, better mean, than DJ, significantly he, worse than than uh Trevor. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of an unfair comparison because Trevor's probably one of the best that I know of that they've ever had. Um, I mean, he didn't look that great in the Orange Bowl, but to be fair, he was kind of just thrown out there. I think he'll be good. I think. I think he'll, he'll be, be solid. 
he'll be better than DJ um, enough. Whoa, that's not a very high bar. Did DJ end yeah. up going to the the MLB? I don't know. I don't know what the story is for that. I didn't even know he played baseball. He he, he played baseball in high school. He didn't even play it in college. And they just like, all right. And they just took him? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But anyways, good weekend of college football. Uh, one more game tonight, I guess. Maybe a couple more. I don't know. But moving into the NFL, as that starts on Thursday with the Lions and the Chiefs. <laughs> hey, wake. All right. Score prediction, go. Um, Chiefs, Lions, 27. You say 35, 27, you lagged. 34. Oh, okay. Where, where is it at? Is it in uh? It's where's in Kansas that? Kansas City, because whoever wins the Super Bowl every year, they get a Thursday. They they play the opening game at home. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I guess I wouldn't See, know that, that. that. That's that's my thing. Like I realize I noticed the themes in like when teams play. Yeah, I or like there's always a Super Bowl rematch. Wait, that's yeah. actually interesting. That's actually something I wonder. I don't remember whether the Panthers beat the Broncos or not in the Super Bowl rematch. Panthers, Broncos, Super Bowl rematch. That's actually an interesting. Um, but the second half was just how the reigning Super Bowl champion, they charged back from the 17th. Are you kidding me? Of course we edged and lost again. Like, that. that's actually so frustrating. All right, now, finally, to as we get into week one of the NFL season, we are going to go through and predict every single game. Uh, minimal knowledge, but we're going to... Well, we know we have knowledge, but we're we're just going to quick fire, uh, talk about every single game. All right, knowledge so first knowledge. game, Carolina and Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's going to win this game. It's not the because, first game. What? It's not the first game. Well, I'm not going in order. I'm just going what's in order of my uh, ESPN thing at the top of my screen. Just go with it. Just go with it, cuh. Okay. Um, I think that the Falcons are going to win this game. Just because uh, we never beat the Falcons in Atlanta, and we always split with the Falcons every single year, no matter how good or bad we are, no matter how good or bad they are, so they're gonna win that game in Atlanta. Um, I I agree. Uh, I, you know, it was the preseason. Bryce Young had ups and downs. I don't judge a player on the preseason. Um, but I I think it will be a little bit of a shaky debut. But um, I, overall, I he'll, he'll play well this year, though. Yeah, I think he'll play decent enough. Um, yeah, he'll be better than what we've had in the past few I years. Think, I think the Falcons will get it done. Yes. Uh, Lions and Chiefs. Okay, uh, Chiefs by seven. I agree, Chiefs Chiefs by seven. That was my score. All right. Baltimore and Houston. Baltimore probably by like 14 just because the Texans are not good. Uh, Yeah, Baltimore by like 20. Um, <laughs> even though I hate the Ravens. Uh, Steelers and 49ers. Okay, um, Steelers and 49ers. Um, 49ers. I'm- I'm the biased. 49ers are the best defense in the league, and they're one of the best teams in the league. So I feel like it's I'm hard. F- I know you. I know you're a Steelers fan, but it's hard to go against the 49ers in that game. Yeah, I'm biased, so I think it will be like I think. It, I think it, we have a chance to win the game if we do everything well. Like, it's gonna spam it, the it's under. Not, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a defensive battle. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and I think I could definitely see Brock Purdy struggling. Um, but overall, I'm gonna take the San Francisco, uh, the 49ers by like anywhere between. 14 and three points. Yeah, I agree. It's going to spam the under. I'm too, They might not each reach 20 points. I agree, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland. 
Um, at in Cleveland. Team Cleveland. Um, I don't know how ready to go Joe Burrow is, but um, I'm still gonna take the Bengals. Um, because the Browns suck. Yeah, there's better top to bottom. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay. I agree with you. Tampa Bay and Minnesota. Tampa Bay is going to be one of the worst teams in the NFC this year. They're probably only going to be better than the Cardinals for sure. They're probably going to win five or maybe six games. Um, Minnesota is a solid team. It's in Minnesota, so Minnesota's going to get the win. Yeah, um, my only question here is why isn't Minnesota favored by more? Um, what are they favored by? Six. That's it? Um, yep, but Minnesota pretty handily. Okay, uh, Tennessee and New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, give me New Orleans by a lot. Yes, um, I agree with I, you. I, I like Derek Carr. I think he will play really well for the Saints this year. Um, QB situation, I, I don't love in, in Tennessee, um, especially with their receiver room. DeAndre yeah, Hopkins, I think he'll terrible. be his, – DeAndre will be fine, but he won't ever – he won't be um, his – Texans level or not even his Cardinals level either. Yeah, as soon as as soon as he gets injured, if he gets injured, it, it's it's done. over. His career's done. Yeah, and it's it's where vet Tennessee is where veterans go to die. Well, it's so. yeah, it's done for ten. It's done for the Titans especially. Um, so yeah, uh, New Orleans by a lot. Jacksonville and Indiana, Indianapolis. I mean, uh, Jacksonville probably by like seven to ten. It's in Indianapolis. I think that the Colts are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I'm not sure it's the right decision starting Anthony Richardson right off the bat. So um, uh, yeah. that's so I, I would go with Jacksonville by a decent amount. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like Anthony Richardson's going to be a bust. Um, obviously can't draw conclusions on that yet, but um, I think Jacksonville will win this game pretty handily coming off yeah. a pretty successful season last, last year, considering all things considered. Arizona and the Skins. Uh, um, you know what? Give me the Washington Redskins here. Um, it's sold out. Actually, I think I think um the new ownership is really getting people excited, including yeah. myself. Um, and the prospect of another name change in favor of potentially going back to their roots in the Redskins or like the Red Tails or something like that. Um, but I like Sam Howell. I think he'll play uh well enough. And I think I he'll like be okay this year. Yeah, I like the team around them, so give me that. And the Cardinals are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I got Washington as well. And Las Vegas and, Las Vegas and Denver. I'm going with Las Vegas in this game. Yeah. Until I, until I see Russell Wilson good again, I'm not going to believe that That's he's ever exactly going to be good right. again. I don't know why everyone's just forgetting about Russell Wilson last year. Just because they have a new coach means nothing. It's all about the players on the field. Um, yep. But, but yeah, I, I completely agree with and that. And Jimmy G is good. I gotta see it. Yeah, I I agree. I gotta <laughs> see, it, see it to believe it. And there, there's a reason he's been to a Super Bowl and actually done well for the 49ers in the playoffs. Um, besides yeah, it, I the mean, 49ers being just a good team. Not only that, I think that he like Devonte Adams. Like he's never been in a room where he's had a receiver like Devonte Adams. I agree, and I think he'll. I think he'll. I think the Raiders will surprise a lot of people this year. Yep, I agree. I I don't know if they'll be in the playoffs, but I think they can. They can at least compete in a lot of games in their division. Like yep, not, I agree maybe with not that. win, but not be out of it completely. Um, Miami well, and the Chargers. Yep. Um I like the Chargers in this game. Um I like I'm a fan of Justin Herbert. Um I like I like their wide receivers and their I like their offense just overall in general. Um obviously they won't have any fans there like per usual, but um yeah, I I think this is gonna be a good game. I'm definitely gonna be tuning into this one, but even the Chargers by like a score. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and over under two concussions for to a tug of Ilo this year. Uh, I'm taking the over by by a lot. All right, all right. I'm take, good I'm good taking, to know. I'm taking him being a vegetable. <laughs> okay. Sunday, four twenty-five. Uh, let's see, Philadelphia and New England. Um, give me the Eagles. Um, the Patriots. Patriots. I, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like they've they've regressed. Um, from this year to last or last year to this year. Um, I think this is the team that the Steelers can beat, um, being the Patriots. And if the Steelers can beat them, the Eagles can too. Yeah, so. I agree. All right. Packers and Chicago. Gree. I'm going with Chicago. Um, obviously, this is not directed uh, because we disagree on Justin Fields, but yes. I, like th- that's not why I'm picking this. But I am also am picking this because I don't like Justin Fields. Um, <laughs> I'm not picking it because of Justin. Like, like Fields, no, I, I, I mean, I mean, it in because of Justin where, Fields. Like, I'm not picking it, but to like spite you, even though that's not really like it's not really like wouldn't matter. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like ish. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not <laughs> just. I'm not just saying it for the sake of our argument. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Hold up. Uh, yeah. Um. No. Yeah. I. I, I mean. I, it will be tough. It will be tough to get it done on the road for the. Packers. And Jordan Love as well. I don't. I just don't know. Yeah, it, I think you you would have to agree that as of this moment, Jordan Love is not as good as Justin Fields. Yeah, because he hasn't played at all. Yeah, exactly. That that's the number one thing. He hasn't played. So how do you expect him go on the road and get a dub? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Rams and Seahawks. Uh, let's go with the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith is good. Um, yep. the Seahawks like, are good. Yeah, I, I like they have this game at home too, and I think they'll um they'll be they'll they'll do pretty well. Um, they they did they did pretty decent against the 49ers in the playoffs last year, at least in the first half. So um, I, I expect them to be good this year. And yeah, uh, Dallas and New York. Um, I'm gonna take the Cowboys, and I think the cow like th- this may be an unpopular opinion. Um, but I think the Cowboy. This is like the Cowboys' best shot um, to win the Super Bowl in a very long time. I don't think they will by any means, but I think they have the best roster they've had in a while, and they have a really easy schedule. So I don't. Yes. I don't mean to turn. I don't mean to turn this into a uh, season predictions, but I think the Cowboys have a shot at winning the division just because of how easy their schedule is. Yeah. Um, give me the Cowboys. Um, I, I don't really. I can't really pinpoint a reason. I just. I'm feeling the Cowboys. Yeah, now and now the big game of the week, Buffalo and New York. Give me the Bills by like ten. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think concerned. I think the I think the Jets are gonna be good. I do, but I also don't see them winning more than ten games. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't see them winning more than ten games. I that's just not you can't I think Aaron Rodgers is still really, really good, obviously. He there's never gonna be a time where Aaron Rodgers is bad. But I think I think that there, there's this team just because they added Aaron Rodgers, that's not going to turn them from a seven win, missing the, if like missing the playoffs every single year into a eleven or twelve win, competing with the Bills, competing for a Super Bowl type team. Yeah, I mean, I think they could. That that's their potential, but I don't think that's going to happen week one. Um, the main, the only, I mean, pretty much the main reason I'm saying this is I'm very concerned about their offensive line. Yeah. Um, I, I think this was in some like joint practices in the preseason or start fighting with everyone. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. And like <laughs> he got sacked, I think like nine times in like a practice scrimmage 
Um, I don't remember who they were playing, but they did so with the Panthers. Yeah, it's just it. It's oh yeah, Brian Burns was ripping them up. Yeah. Although I knew that was an area of concern, but at the same time, I mean, you can't really judge them against Brian Burns because he's one of the best line defensive linemen in the. Right. Imagine if they were playing against T.J. Watt. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I I agree. People. Which I, I. I don't know if we play the Jets this year. Actually. Yeah, no, but people of that high caliber, they're definitely going to have trouble with. And uh, the Bills' defensive line is nothing to sleep on, for sure. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think – I got the Bills I, by, by a touchdown. Yeah, by 7 to 10 points for me. The Bills are going to win this game. Um, but, anyways, that's all we have for today. Thanks, Co, for coming on. You're welcome, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, whatever. Check my Twitter out, Evan underscore Manjin. There you go, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, consider following on Spotify or anywhere we get your podcast if you enjoyed. Um, otherwise, uh, follow me on Instagram at all as on sports. We are on the road to 1,000. As of this moment, we are at 574. Thank you for that. Uh, there's going to be a lot of content at least twice a week, I hope, most likely more. Um, but anyways, follow Evan at Evan underscore Mangin on Twitter. But otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you next time on the show. Disaster struck the New York Jets as Aaron Rodgers goes down in four plays with an apparent Achilles injury. Coach Robert Sala said it doesn't look good, but they will have to see. He would have to be carted off the field and would not return to the game. In steps Zach Wilson again, and after one of three interceptions by Josh Allen, Brees Hall lets everyone know he's back and rips off an 83-yard rush. The emphasis has been on Dalvin Cook, but Brees Hall led the game with 10 rushes for 127 yards. Could that lead to a more split backfield in the future? We go into halftime, 13-3 Bills. It's exactly what many expected without Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets offense kept stalling. But the second half would prove different. Two more interceptions by Josh Allen, and he would finish the second half with four total turnovers, one in the first half, three in the second. The Bills were in trouble. If it weren't for a Tyler Bass and barely slipping in a 50-yarder with six seconds left, it would not go to OT. Disaster on the other end for the Bills' special teams. Gibson walk-off kick return touchdown. Now, I'll be honest, this game was a disaster for the Bills. Four turnovers, 13-3 lead given up, lost without Aaron Rodgers. How will they recover in the coming weeks? For the Jets, can they sustain? This is a game a lot thought that they would have trouble with with Aaron Rodgers. Now, if he is out, can they sustain the success?